uh, we got a two one lead in the series. I don't think we've like led it in the series well, since like the early two thousands. Yeah, I don't. I don't think since like what two thousand and three, two thousand and four. It's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, holy shit! That was one of the craziest games ever. The, uh, granted, the crowd was a little bit better, but man, damn, that game was crazy. I think it's more tense than anything in there. For sure. Like at the end of that game, you could tell it was like a gamesmanship thing between the two coaches. Like our third pairing wasn't getting any minutes. Our, our basically our bottom two lines weren't getting any minutes. It was just basically top six versus top six, top four versus top four. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true, man. They were just going at it. It was, man, I guess everyone came to play. I don't think I can have any gripes against anyone. Hello? Hello? Well, we're back. Due we're, to back the... The... we're back for the second time. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about because clearly we got cut off and we're just going off. Well, let's act like professionals for once and actually pretend that we didn't have that happen. All right. Well, we'll, we'll cut that out maybe. All right. No, so we won't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So where, where where were we again? We won two to one. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, that was uh probably one of the better games, and I'm crazy jealous that I didn't get to go, knowing that an Aussie coworker was invited and probably had like six seats because it's through like a third party. But that's besides the point. That game was crazy. Like it had everything. I think we're talking what Nylander was throwing a hit. Like Matthew scoring, Marner going. That game, like I was just listening to the the post-game presser by uh, Babcock and Cassidy. They were both saying how, like, both teams raised their level of competition. They were saying that, you know, the Leafs were better in the first game. Boston was, like, way better in the second game. But both teams kind of raised their game in this third game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, compete compete level is, like, for real. Like, this is – like I was saying to you, you and Tom, the last couple of times we were watching a game, it's like you don't notice. It's it's almost like game one wasn't a playoff game. It was like a regular game to them. Like like the atmosphere, like the pace of it wasn't wasn't as fast as right now. Like or versus other like other series that's going on. I don't know if you feel the same way when you're watching the other series. I do. Like it's something about the atmosphere. Like not just the players, but like the atmosphere in the arena. It just doesn't feel to me, playoff-like. And yeah, there's, just, there's not that, ten, that tension in the air, you know? Yeah, and that may just be our, our like, really quiet crowd and such, but whatever. But, we won. We won that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that all-important third game. So now we're up 2-1 to one in the series. We were saying on our first recording before we uh, had to end this yeah. our first first series lead in, like, what, like 16 years or something, like since the early 2000s? Dude, I was like, hey, that's, if you say it like that, that's like half our life right there. Yeah, that is like probably exactly half our lives. Shit. Yeah. Uh, that's Remember, like, uh, back then when Matt Sundin was in like, we were, we were in high school, 16. Oh, shit. I to go to like university. I was going to like my university info session downtown. And like, that was a series where, where Darcy Tucker like destroyed Sammy Kaplan, Casperi, 
Lapinen is playing with Austin Matthews for the Leafs. Dude, the thing is, <laughs> Captain and Prog can't even rem- remember that shit. He was so rocked that night. <laughs> but yeah, fuck. Yeah, those are crazy games. But like this one, this one was insane, man. Like, you can see, see, see the people that are like players that are ready to, to compete on the highest level. Like, yeah. You know, Riley. I didn't, you know, everyone was talking about how he was a, a uh, he, you know, his best, his best season, probably maybe a nomination for an award, but like watching this game, I'm like, okay, he, he is pretty much, he's not like a default number one. He's actually like probably one of the top, pretty much the top defenseman in the entire league. Like every single team would probably have him first. Yeah. He plays such an important role and, and this is his role that he's grown into since Babcock has come into town. Like he had had him, you know, with the tough love thing, not getting a lot of power play time. I remember they were running Zaitsev on the power play like all year in, in Zaitsev first season. But like now his game has come around so well. Like it, it, you can depend on him in all situations. It truly makes him a number one. His, his contract now is such a discount, such a bargain. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like he came out and played like what, 27 minutes tonight. Dude, yeah, like, fine. those are, like, Dowdy and, like, Carlson minutes uh, up in those, like, high, close to, like, half the game. And we're not talking – they didn't even go into OT. If, if this guy went into OT, it could have gone over, like, easy, like, 35 minutes. Well, depending on how the OT played out. But, but fine. Yeah, this guy's yeah. a beast, man. Like, I can't remember who – go on. He definitely raised his game, and, like, Babcock is managing his deep pairings quite – well so like you're seeing Gardner at only 14 minutes you're seeing Dermot at only what like 10 10 11 minutes which is uh all for those guys but you know it seems to be working so you don't mess with what's working yeah I agree for for like you know you're you're taking out Marantz and and like Oz out, out in the back end that's already an automatic upgrade even though those guys like arguably are interchangeable. They could be. They should be playing like top four role. At least one of them, right? Yeah, I think both of them are probably still hurting a bit too. So, you know, you shelter them a bit. I know Boston was trying to get their pairing or their top line out against them a couple times. Didn't necessarily work. But on that same on that same subject, we were doing a great job matching up against them. Like we had um, Marner, Marner, Traveris, and Hyman matching up against Bergeron. Bergeron's line with Marshan and Pasternak, they were doing a great job of controlling possession against that team because that top line for Boston didn't get very many looks at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. I don't know, man. The fact that the last, yeah, because we're, we're talking about in, in our group chat, talking about how well, we're better equipped for this year. And there's like no better example than the fact that we, we have John Tavares taking on Bergeron right there. And that frees up like Matthews versus last year. They didn't have that option. Yeah, Tyler Bozak couldn't handle it, really. Um, when you look at Austin Matthews in this last game, so Austin Matthews got on the board, finally. I think everybody t- uh, sent out a message saying finally, once he finally scored. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> well, after he scored it, he, I don't know. I thought on his line, he, he, 
I saw more of like Janssen, you know, you know, attacking and, and forechecking hard. Um, still would, would like to see a little bit more from him, but I mean, him scoring, hopefully that kind of gets him into one of his like hot streaks where he goes off, you know, multiple multi-goal games, you know, that would probably assist because the scoring is like pretty low. Like essentially it was like just the second period where it broke out. After that, like no first and third period, there was no scoring at all. Yeah, he drove the offense. So, like, I mean, he got on the board finally. That's a great thing. But he really drove that line. It started off not very good. So, Janssen didn't start out very good. Capitan uh, struggled for most of the game. Yeah. It was Matthews really carrying those guys on his shoulders for a while there. Janssen, Janssen got that bit of confidence. And you know what? He, you know what he's shown when he gets that little bit of confidence? He is extremely streaky. So he got some results tonight, and this could be a good thing for us. It yeah, could was, be a good thing for him and Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the fact that he was, like, trying trying to deke around and wasn't a dump and chase, having that confidence, like, he pulled off a couple of nice moves, like, in the neutral zone, totally deke out the guy, and then he tracked it between the leg while, you know, trying to get around the defender. Dude, you don't do that if you're, if you're scared, right? It seems like he's, you know, he's fine with trying things and, like, put it, you know, making a play. Yeah, it's essentially a smart possession game, and, and he started to play it after that first period, which is great. I'd still like to see a little bit more from Kapanen. Um, I would probably like to see him not be on that line altogether. Um, but I think they're gonna, probably going to have to stick with the winning lineup. I mean, as much as I, as much as I prefer to see Nylander on that wing instead of, instead of Kapanen. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like they want to maintain that three-headed monster down, you know, down the middle, right? And if they take Nylander off off the center, there's not really that, that offensive threat. Yeah, I mean, although Marlowe can handle center responsibilities, I think. Yeah, but can you imagine that line? Marlowe, Brown, and like Kapanen? Yeah, <laughs> that thing would, that line would be a fucking, a fucking disaster. We're basically playing just like, like, like one three one, because essentially Brown will be in the offensive zone. Marlowe will be so damn slow he can't move out of the neutral zone, and fuck. And then we're gonna just get hemmed in, or like, Kaffinen's uh, just skilled in the defensive zone from all the PK time he gets. Yeah, I like no, I would never generate anything. There's a few plays where Kaffinen just didn't know where to go and what to do out there. I saw like one play where Hainsey had to tell him like where to go with the puck. Yeah. There was yeah. one play where he kind of gave a suicide pass to Zaitsev. Zaitsev yeah. ended up throwing it over the bo- over the glass as a result of his second attempt oh, to clear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That pressure. Yeah, that was, that, that was when they were coming in hard. That would have been that would have been the fucking stupidest penalty to lose or to even get drawn by going into OT. Yeah, but, you know, I have I have a crazy theory though. Maybe, maybe this whole cadre thing was a good thing because then the league actually has to step in and actually have to get like real refs or refs that are willing to make calls versus like the refs that we got because they're like maybe if cadre never checked them in the face and they were just like regular stuff, you know, they'll probably not be like that crazy, you know, scrutiny on this game. Or on yeah. the series. It might be a blessing in disguise. I know the guy, uh, what was it Kyle, Kyle Raymond or whatever his name is? He 
like this is only his seventh playoff game of his career refing. Yeah. So like I made a joke that the mob hasn't reached him yet, so he's actually calling the game like fairly. Although there were a few <laughs> four or a few chintzy calls in this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the hooks, right? But you know, it's a back to back hook. Essentially, we scored on that one power play. They came back and scored on the other, uh, off of the same, uh, you know, pretty much the same penalty. I thought Muzzin didn't even trip the guy up. The guy just skated. It just happened that the stick was in the middle of the leg. But I don't know. The commentators were saying that he was holding him, but I was just looking at that stick in between that guy's leg. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I don't know which way I'd rather see it, to be honest. Like, I agree that some of those plays are just. You know, you're just playing hockey and the guy just, your stick just ends up there. I know you have to be in control of your stick at all times. I guess that's, that's why. Um, yeah. But you're, you know, yeah. it's like shit like you, you go stick check in, hoping to poke away in the corner and the guy gets there first. And just so his foot, foot position in and the timing of your stick, it goes in, in the leg, right? I mean, yeah. been there. The shit, been there before. Yeah. The shit we play isn't as fast as this, what they're dealing with. And it's crazy how they can actually call it, I guess. Just even seeing it live up close, the reaction time. Yeah, we're always seeing the slow mo, the slow slow mo replay. So it must yeah. be hard for them to make that decision. I can't believe I'm like empathizing with referees. At this <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, it, it might be a blessing in disguise. It might just have to be like someone had to do something drastic enough that like you know the whole. Uh, player safety kick comes in and and it gets the media talking everyone talking about how he how the how the game got away from the refs and you know it just got out of hand and that you know for for Kadri to hit something like that it, it, it was just like a perfect storm right so yeah so Kadri's so martyr pretty much pardon like martyr martyr yes yeah pretty much we had he had to sacrifice himself. <laughs> That's crazy. What do you think? What do you think of the suspension? Dude, we talked about. Hold on, hold on. By the time Kadri comes back, that dude is gonna be rocking some serious savior beard going on. Oh shit! He's already got like the biggest beard on the entire team. <laughs> yeah. He's got a thicker beard than like uh, than uh, Patrick Marlowe, man. It's crazy. But yeah, that that suspension. Uh, that. You know, I'm going to come from a biased position. Obviously, I, I don't like it. It's like if you're going to go with a yeah, – but do you think we can finish this – do you think the series is going go to go to seven? That's that's essentially what you have to think about, right? Because if you get like a set number, let's say like they drop him with five and we end up winning the game, you know, winning the series in like 4-1 fashion, then we lose him for like two two games from from the start of that series, right? It's just kind of – I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's harder for, for a player to jump in mid-series versus like starting a series like completely new. Yeah, I see it the same way. But you know what? I'm willing to take that as long as the Department of Player Safety is going to be like... It, this shows to me that they weren't ready to make up their mind on how many games to give him. Just give him a number of games because you know, in the regular season, you give them a number of games. Only in rare circumstance would you say the rest of the season you're out. Yeah. So, like, I, I, to me, it doesn't make any sense. They they really should have given a fixed number. I know that could have, that could could have worked against us, but mm-hmm. I just want to see consistency out of them because it seems like there's none. Yeah, chances of you seeing like uh, 
a call like this made this this postseason is zero pretty much close to like zero to none, right? Because you're not, you know, the way that that works out. Not like Kadri's like been repeat offender. It's like well documented. Everyone knows about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's that's the only reason why you get it. Because versus if someone is just new. Who, who, who did it the first time, they probably won't even receive that. And it's going to be hard to judge. Yeah. And now think about it. Like if we advance in quick succession or whatever, and then we're playing the next team, that next team is going to be like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Audrey's back playing against them. That's yeah. pretty, pretty hypothetical, but could happen. But do you think there's a, there's a chance that where it's going to be to a point where if we, if they end up winning this, this series, does Kadri even get drawn back into the lineup? I think so. You don't you don't sit a guy like that out. He's just too valuable to the team. He may not come back to the same role, but yeah. you know, as good of a job as Ennis has has done in the lineup, and we we forgot to give him props. His yeah. line in short, in short time with Goche and Moore did such a great job uh, against the Bruins fourth line of getting a goal. That's what you. That, those are the matchups that you have to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah for sure. But I think he's. I think Kadri draws back in. I don't buy into any of this talk by the Toronto media uh, how he disappointed his team or how he's going to get traded or some bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Like that's that's almost like as yeah, as stupid as like how people talk about that, like jumping from a different sport like basketball. How D'Angelo Russell went and like snitch on the whole people like snitch on his team and how everyone can't trust him around the league. I, I don't see it. The dude becomes like an all-star, right? I think it's, it's a situation like over here. Like, like I said earlier, maybe he's just you know, the martyr of the team. He, he had to sacrifice himself <laughs> and become like the villain. You know, when you think about it, I mean, these are, these are grown athletes, like grown men. Like yeah. even when I put myself in those shoes, like you're missing one of your best players or whatever, you don't hang your head or whatever. You go out there and you play. Like you have someone take their place in the lineup. You know that everyone else has might have to, you know, step up a little bit. They're not blaming him for anything. The, the outcome hasn't even been seen yet. We haven't yeah. won or lost. We haven't won or lost the series. So what? Why does the media think that the the rest of the team is like the rest of the team hates him? Like that to me, that narrative doesn't make any sense for a, a functional hockey team. Yeah. Like, like if the team or if he didn't get along with like the team, the players on the team already, he probably would have been shipped off. There's no way there, this whole new regime would have kept them around. Right. If they didn't, you know, if he didn't bring anything to the table, that would have been like, if he was in a Sean Avery situation, our favorite, Insta, yeah. our favorite Instagram guy, you know, opinions about how Matthew should fight. DeBrusque at center ice. <laughs> about the Kadri suspension. He was in a similar situation as a troll when his career kind of ended in the NHL because he <laughs> made comments about like sloppy seconds. And then all the Dallas guys like were happy that he was gone. Yeah. Like, you know, shit. If, if he was that bad, he would have been gone a long time ago. And there's no way like Babs would have kept him around unless yeah. Babs crazy enough to keep like someone that. That's like a prick to the entire team on purpose. Yeah, I, I, but you know what? Like, it, it could also be like those like Mighty Duck situation where it's locker room talk where Babs goes like, "Hey, someone has to draw a stick and someone has to go and cross check this mofo." You know, your guy gets suspended, but it's all good. 
Yeah, we don't see we don't see that kind of Babs out there. We only see the professor. You know, Babs isn't running out there like John Tortorella dropping f bombs. Like, yeah. All classy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but who who knows? But seeing them win that too, you know, this entire time we've been talking, we haven't even talked about like Marner. What is there to say? That's that guy is crazy, man. There's. Yeah, you got, you tell me that. How do you even compare this? Because like the only thing close to close to this in the NHL, I would probably think is like a Taves and and Kane situation, like a combo with that type of like differences in, in personality in, in regards to to their play on the ice, like the style that they play. Like Tavares, all serious and shit, like no yeah. emotions, all boring and stuff, just like Captain yeah. Bore. Jonathan Taves. Yeah. You got possession monsters driving the play, Marner and, and uh, Patrick Kane. Yeah. It's it's almost identical. It's almost like that's like the next the evolution of what a player like Kane would have to become, which is which is a penalty killer cuz I think it's tr- it rings true cuz if you're offensively gifted, you should be able to read the plays of of just regular folks way in advance. And you're seeing that with uh, Marner, the way that his sticks always gets in like the passing lane and the way that he jumps up on them, right? Like jumps up on a, on a pass. Yeah. On, on the- it's great to have a scoring threat out there on the, on the PK. It was never our philosophy before, basically before Marner was on the team. We never used to have that major scoring threat. You know, back in the day we used to roll out like, penalty killing specialists like Tom Fitzgerald and those guys just like out there to kill penalties and do nothing else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Shit, I, I forgot about Fitzgerald. Anytime you see someone in, in the stands wearing a Fitzgerald jersey, you're like, shit, that guy only played probably like 10 games for us, it feels like. It feels like a lifetime in those days because those were some dark days. Yeah. No, I think he, he caught on at the – Near near the tail end, maybe on the second half of our our run there in the early two thousands. Yeah, I'm kind of forgetting the timeline, but I, you might be right. Yeah, dude, it's been a while, man. That's half half our lives. And yes, I you know sometimes I can't remember what I had for for dinner the, the night before. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, dude played twenty twenty three minutes. That two, those two epic blocks. Again, I, I hate to always bring it back to a Matthews versus a Marner thing. It's it's people already deems deemed uh, Matthews to be the best player on the team. I think almost like it's it, it's different than how, like you said, it's how you value like the position, right? But in terms of emotional, I, I think I don't think. Matthews provides it in terms of every time he steps on that ice there on every single play. Like when he sco- scores, he's, he gives that spark, right? Especially when he goes and fist pumps because he hardly ever celebrates in, when, when he scores in the regular season. Yeah, it's usually business as usual. But, you know, Matthews doesn't kill penalties. Um, I, I imagine he could if they really wanted him to. There might not even be a need for him to do that. Unless The thing is, I don't think he has that foot speed, though, in terms of that – first two strides because his strides, it feels like they're long and powerful. That's how he gets his speed, right? I mean, maybe, but like, 
I don't know, Sidney Crosby kills a lot of penalties, those kind of guys. I mean, you're not going to get – you're not going to – you're not going to get everybody out there on the penalty kill. Like it's not, it's not going to happen for all the players. I mean, eventually in his career, Matthews might start to kill penalties. It's just, a, it's just not happening on, on this team, but I mean, he's yeah. in his own way. Uh, yeah. Just, it's just not in the same way as, as a Mitch Marner. So, I mean, Matthews is not on the ice in the last minute to defend the lead. You know, do you think Matthews puts his body on the line to block that shot? No, I don't think so. Like, I'm telling you, there's a lot of, like, flybys that he does, like a stick check flyby in the offensive zone when when, when he can probably put a body just to cut it off or, or force the play, right? But it's always a flyby. Um, and the only thing that, like, in our chat when I mentioned was um, – the time when his, his his line was out for a long time and he had to take it to the corner and he and he recognized that's that's the right play to play which means he's gonna get hit twice because they're gonna pressure the puck off of him and that's probably his most gutsy play I think in in terms of this game. Yeah, I think you know making smart plays with the puck. Definitely, he was on his A game in this game. Um, that was just one highlight of his smart play and his determination. He knows how yeah. much time left on the clock. He knows his team is changing. He's going to take one for the team. You know, not like they went in there and pounded him, but he used his strength to hold that puck on there for like five, 10 seconds. It just, yeah. every little bit helps when you watch the end of that game, you know, those five, 10 seconds made a difference. Yeah. I think in terms of that's, that's how he dominates the game. As you mentioned, just physically body and, and protecting the puck. Versus Marner, there's no way he plays that game because people are going to just crush him along the boards if he turned his back on them. Yeah, and Marner's a little shifty, so he's good at avoiding hits and stuff. So, I mean, he's managed to stay healthy. You know, unfortunate Matthews, you know, had that injury earlier in the year. But, you know, yeah. on a, on a point-per-game basis, you know, Matthews was – he had a great year. Uh, I, we won't need to see him continue to dominate. It, it'll be yeah. nice if he takes Johnson along for the ride. It'll be nice if Cap – Kapanen can can do something. <laughs> yeah, for for a guy that's like third best on that line, he sure has the puck on his stick a lot. Yeah, and I think the other team likes it that way. Um, yeah, but it's always the same play: pull up, potential look at, and chest. You know, you know, logo hunting. Pretty yeah. much, none of, the, none of the shots are on the ice. Like. Yeah, get it on the pad. Make him kick it out. You have, like, Janssen and, and Matthews coming straight down the middle and off the other side, right? Even if even if you miss the net or whatever case, you, you're still good. The only thing is if they kick it out and they jump up on us on the man rush, rush, then we're fucked. But, you know, that's why we're not coaches. You got to take that chance. But anyways, you know, that was a good recap. Yeah, I think that was good. Hopefully the quality is good. Uh, no, well, we just we just spent 26 minutes doing this, so it's going up either way. Yeah, if you're wondering if if you haven't discovered already, this is through the phone, so a little bit different. Yeah, it works better every two seconds, including now, ironically. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. But anyways, all right, peace. <laughs>